Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal presents... The Adventures of Superman. Clark Kent and Lois Lane determined to fight the unknown dangerous elements that thwart their progress, little realizing the dire menace hanging over anyone who helps them. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, it'd be a tough job to locate a fellow or girl who doesn't get a kick out of the funny papers. So it's no wonder those nifty comic buttons in that new series Kellogg's Pep is putting out make such a big hit. Because every single character on every single one of those 18 different buttons is straight from the comic strips. Take Vitamin Flintheart, for instance. Why, you'd know him anytime with his slouch hat and his fuzzy fur coat. And Chief Brandon, why, he looks so real he could speak. Of course, Superman's an old favorite with his bright blue jersey and his Superman insignia. And remember, these pep comic buttons are done up in full color. Sure, they show up like anything when you wear them pinned on your jacket or your dresser cap. So hop to it, gang. Ask Mom to get you another box or two of Kellogg's Pep. That's the only way you can get these comic buttons, you know. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. But you get this really terrific prize, plus a catchy sunny dish for breakfast in every package of that sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Yes, sir, Pep's a prize when it comes to good eating, all right. So golden, toasted, and delicious that, well, you practically can't resist it. So ask Mom for lots of P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And now, the adventures of Superman. While covering a routine story of a drought in the farming area of Freeville, Lois Lane, reporter for the Metropolis Daily Planet, mysteriously disappeared. Fred Leonard, editor and publisher of the little local paper, told Clark Kent that a group of war veterans who had taken homesteads nearby and who were facing ruin because of the drought had been robbing and pillaging. And Leonard hinted that the veterans might have seized Lois to prevent her from wiring the stories of their vandalism to the Daily Planet. As Superman, Kent searched the farms of the veterans and, finding nothing, returned to Freeville, where he questioned Abner Sykes, the elderly telegrapher, whom he suspected of knowing more than he would admit. As they were talking, the door of the little telegraph office opened, and Lois staggered in, falling in a dead faint in Kent's arms. As we continue now, Kent has placed her on a chair, and with Abner Sykes, is trying to revive the girl reporter. Listen. Lois! Rubber hands, Mr. Sykes. I am rubbing him. Doesn't seem to have been injured. He must have suffered some shock. Told her to go back to Metropolis. Lois, talk to me. Told you to go, too. Oh, stop that nonsense. Ain't nonsense. 
You'll be sorry. They seem to be coming around. Where's the nearest doctor, Mr. Sykes? Up Bedlow. Office over the bank. Well, get him on the phone, please. Tell him to rush right over here. Okay. Oh. No, wait a minute. Maybe... Yes, I think she's coming, too. Well, good. Quick, get me a glass of water, please. Already got it. On the bench in your hand there. Oh, oh, yes, thanks. Clark. Easy, Lois. Wait a minute now. Drink this. Come on. Don't try to talk yet. Drink this water. That's it. Wait a minute. Hold your head up. Come on. Now. Drink all of it. Come on. Drink some more. That's the girl. Feel better now? Yes. Easy now. Now, wait a minute. Don't try to talk yet. Just rest a moment. No, I'm all right. I was just exhausted. I must have run about two miles. Ran two miles? Yes. You see... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If you have to talk, suppose you start at the beginning and tell me everything that happened. Well, nothing happened until this afternoon. I just went around Freeville asking questions about the drought and nobody would answer me. All they did was look scared. Yes, I know. I had the same experience. I couldn't understand it. So this afternoon I started down here to see Mr. Sykes again. I had a feeling he knew a lot more than he was telling. Don't know nothing. You mean you're not talking? We let that pass for the moment. Go on, Lois. Well, I started to walk down from the hotel. It's just a couple of blocks from here, you know. I know. And I was going past a a broken-down old building. The granary it was. Ain't used now, though. Pete Simpkins built a new one other end of town. I see. Well, whatever it was, I was going past it when somebody called my name. Miss Lane. So I stopped and looked around, but I didn't see anybody. And then this voice called me again. Miss Lane. This time I realized the voice came from the old granary. So without thinking, I just stepped toward the open door, and then somebody grabbed me. Get that sack over your head. Okay. Stop fighting, sister. Do you no good. There. There. That does it. Now, inside with her. There was chloroform soaked into that sack over my head. And soon I felt myself losing consciousness. I don't know how long I was out. But when I woke up, I was sitting on the ground in some cold, damp, musty place. It was kind of eerie. Almost pitch black. Except for a candle set quite a way back on the ground. Two men stood between me and the candle. But it was too dark to see their faces. And a small, flickering light threw weird shadows on the walls and made them seem enormous. I asked them who they were and what the meaning of this was. Never mind who we are, Miss Lane. All we got to say is that you're a lucky girl. Lucky? What do you mean? You're lucky you're not dead. Look, what's the meaning of all this? We don't like reporters in Freeville, that's all. Especially reporters from out of town. Why not? What have I done to you? Nothing. We just don't like reporters. Oh, stop playing mysterious. Just what is going on around here? Why does everybody seem so scared? Don't waste your breath asking questions, Miss Lane. Besides, asking questions ain't healthy around here. But, But why? What's behind all this? Ain't nothing to concern you. Now, the eastbound limited goes through Freeville at midnight. You get on it and don't come back. Now, look here. You can't tell... You heard me get out of Freeville on the limited tonight and stay out. Understand? And suppose I refuse. That'll be the last you'll ever refuse in this world, Miss Lane. Because I warn you, if you're still in town by morning, you won't be breathing. Get up on you. That's the whole story, Clark. 
Except that after that, they put the sack over my head again, and they made me climb up a tall ladder. A ladder? Yes, it seemed as if I climbed and climbed until suddenly the air got clearer. Say, must have been the old lead mine they took you to. A lead oh, mine? Oh, think of it, it did feel as if we were in a mine shaft. That's Mr. where Sykes. you were, all right. Lead, the one substance I can't see. The old Brewster mine. What did you say? How's that? Oh, oh no, nothing, Mr. Sykes, nothing, Lois. Uh, finish your story. How did you get back here? Oh, well, the men put me back in the car and drove a few minutes, and then they took me out and spun me around and around until I was so dizzy. Uh Then I heard them drive off. But by the time I stopped reeling and got the sack off my head, they were out of sight. Of course. I could see the lights of a town in the distance, and I started running toward it. Well, it turned out to be Freeville. Uh I was pretty winded by the time I got here, and so... That's why you fainted. That's right. Poor kid, you had a rough time. Listen, Lois, did you get a look at the men at all? I mean, enough to identify them? No, I didn't, Clark. You see, they threw the sack over my head right away. Mm -hmm. And in the mine, it was too dark, I guess. That's right. Look, Clark, why do you suppose they don't want reporters around? What is going on in Freeville? I I don't know exactly, but I do know this much. There's a lot of bad feeling out here against the war veterans on the Homestead Farm Project. The war? uh Uh-huh, it's created an equal amount of bad feeling on the part of the veterans. How do you mean? Well, people have accused the veterans of pillaging and burglary and other acts of vandalism. Well, and the veterans say that's a lie and accuse the political leaders of trying to discredit them and so get rid of them. I see. Well, why would anyone want to discredit the war veterans? According to Jerry Barton, head of the veterans post on the project, the politicians feel the veterans are a threat to their rule out here. Also, Jerry says they object to the fact that some of the veterans go to a different church or have a different colored skin for most of the natives out here. Why, what difference does that make? They're all Americans, aren't they? They all fought for their country, and all Americans are entitled to equal rights. That's right, but unfortunately, some people don't think so, Lois. Well, then they're bigots. They're un-American. Wait a minute, now. Take it easy. Well, I never heard... So far, we have only Jerry Barton's word on all this, but we're going to find out. Well, Mr. Sykes here will know. What about it, Mr. Sykes? Do you think our veterans are being pushed around and persecuted? Seven o'clock local will be in pretty soon, Miss Lane. Oh, now, Better look, take I... it. Oh, don't change the subject. Remember I asked what you them something. fillers told you to I mind? don't care what they told me. They can't scare me, and neither can you. Look, Lois, maybe Mr. Sykes is right. Maybe you should go back to Metropolis. I'll stay oh, here. Oh, yes, so... you'll stay here and scoop me on a big story. Oh, hmm? now, don't be ridiculous. Well, Something I... far more important than a mere story going on here. Your life's in danger. You've already been threatened. So have you, I... mister. That telegram, remember? Oh, that. What telegram? No, it's nothing. Oh, it's just a telegram some crackpot sent me suggesting that I leave town. But I still think Save that you... your breath, Clark. This sounds like big stuff to me, and I'm seeing it through with you. Yeah, well, I didn't really think you'd leave, but... Mean you're both staying? We certainly are. Well, so now that you know where we stand, Mr. Sykes, maybe you'll agree to help us by telling us what you know. I, uh... I don't know. Come on, Mr. Sykes. It's your duty as an American. Well... Might be a good thing. I assure you, you won't regret it. What do you say? Well... Mm. Yep, reckon I will. Oh, that's wonderful. Now we're getting someplace. All right, Mr. Sykes, start talking. Eagerly, Clark Kent and Lois Lane wait for the white-haired old telegrapher to begin telling them what he knows of the mysterious goings-on in Freeville. What will he reveal? We'll be back in a moment for the startling climax of today's episode. So stand by. Say, the other day, I was talking to a certain young lady who lives in our block, and she was telling me how she's going to knuckle down to collecting those swell comic buttons. You know, the new series from Packages of Kellogg's Pep? Of course, she's been collecting them right along, but now she's discovered that her brother is way ahead of her, so she's going to work even harder at it. And she has some duplicates that she wants to trade with her friends, and, of course, any new ones that she gets will be pinned with the others right on her jacket. 
and she agreed that all 18 of those new pep comic buttons are doggone smart-looking, including Tess Trueheart and Beezy and Superman and all the rest. So uh, maybe you'd better get busy on your collection, too. Just ask Mom to get you a good supply of Kellogg's Pet. That's how easy it is to get these exciting prizes. You don't send in any money, not even a box top, and you can't buy them anywhere. But you get a comic button every time you open a package of Kellogg's Pet. That's the sunshine cereal, crisp golden flakes of good whole wheat that are loaded with catchy, sunny flavor. Good for you, too, sure, with extra amounts of vitamin B1 and energy vitamin and good old sunshine vitamin D. Yes, sir, for a nifty dish for breakfast, tell Mom that you want P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. In his little telegraph office, old Abner Sykes has just agreed to tell Clark Kent and Lois Lane what deep, dark mystery is gripping Freeville. As we rejoin them now, Sykes gets up and walks toward the door. Where are you going, Mr. Sykes? Uh, close up. Close up? Yep, it's closing time. Oh, more private, too. Well, that's right, but why are you going out? Gonna have a look around outside. Make sure nobody's spying. Be right back. Okay. Sure is frightened, isn't he, Clark? Yes, and so is everyone else in this crazy town. Uh-huh. That is everyone but my good friend and fellow newspaper man. Who do you mean? Local Gazette editor, Fred. What's that? Pistol shots. Good heavens, what do you Come think? Come on, follow me. What? Lois, look. On the sidewalk. <gasps> Mr. Sykes. Shocked, Clark Kent and Lois Lane stand outside the little telegraph office, where in the faint light from the open door, old Abner Sykes lies motionless on the ground, his eyes closed. Obviously, this was a deliberate attempt to keep the truth from Clark Kent and Lois Lane. But who shot the old telegrapher just before he could reveal the secret of the mystery that grips the town of Freeville? Don't miss tomorrow's tense and exciting episode as Superman and Lois Lane battle through a dark, tangling web of mystery and danger. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement... The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, get a load of this. In Kellogg's Variety, there are ten individual packages of cereal for you to choose from. Every morning you can have your own private box of cereal. Pick it out yourself, and it'll be one of your Kellogg favorites, like Pep, Rice Krispies, and Corn Flakes. Boy, that's a circus of fun. And that's Kellogg's Variety, the handy white, green, and red package with all those crisp, fresh Kellogg cereals that you like so much. Some flaked, some shredded, some popped, made from corn, wheat, rice. Just be sure that it's Kellogg's. Ask Mom to get Kellogg's Variety. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>